Pensacola Morning News starts right now. Okay, well, I think this is my first ever Valentine's Day press conference. And it's kind of appropriate because we're going to tell you about a love story. Maybe a little on the uh, salty side, but just bear with me. Wait, wait, are you trying to say that Bob Johnson looks like Right Said Fred? Come on now, that's not nice. Oh, man, he totally does. No, he is too sexy for this no, press. No, no. Yeah, I mean, okay, that part maybe. Yeah. Um, so Sheriff Bob Johnson yesterday doing his uh, Valentine Day, Valentine's Day press conference talking about a story that is uh, simultaneously horrible, but also pretty funny. Um, I think it just, uh, you, you know, it, well, here you go. So back in April of 2022, we responded to a domestic disturbance where um, the person in here, Stephanie Purdue, shot her husband in the throat. The husband survived. She goes to jail. Then she bonds out and she meets the love of her life. David Bollier. So they strike up a friendship. And <laughs> just, yeah, okay. Then in November 2022, Stephanie violates the DVI with her husband and is put back in the center of So now that she has the new love of her life, um, she doesn't want her husband around anymore. So she starts talking to somebody in the jail about getting her husband killed. Some people just file for divorce. I mean, that's a known alternative. I'm just not to, you know, make light of a pretty serious subject, but you wonder like why this as opposed to that, but okay. You know, so she, you know, shoots him in the neck allegedly, and then she goes to jail. And then because she didn't actually kill him, she bonds out. Uh, and then while she's out, she meets this other dude. Um, who thinks that she's a catch. <clears throat> um, <laughs> I mean, you know, put it all together here. And then, you know, she violates her terms of release and goes back to jail. And then while she's in there, um, then she seeks to hire somebody allegedly to go actually kill off her husband. And unfortunately for her, fortunately for us and the estranged, I guess you'd have to say husband, um, those are confidential informants for the Santa Rosa Sheriff's Office that she's talking to. So... This person reaches out to us, and at the same time, a narcotics CI comes to one of our detectives and says, hey, this woman's wanting to kill her husband. So then we make contact with the husband and say, this is what's going on. Didn't want him to get surprised or anything. Um, the CI made some controlled calls to David there and discussed the method and how they're going to do it and payment and everything. And um, finally, one CI, Stephanie, promises to give one CI $10,000 to kill her husband. So she talks to a dude who talks to the center of the sheriff's office, or a girl. I mean, I don't know. You know, she's in lockup talking to somebody. I guess it's probably not a guy, um, you know, who talks to the sheriff's office. Center of the sheriff's office gets this person to make a call to uh, her new boyfriend, and they start talking about, you know, prices and guns and tactics and, you know, who brings the duct tape and all that kind of stuff, I guess. I don't know how this works. But then they get more information on that, and then they go to her with a plan. So on February 3rd, detectives go to interview Stephanie, and they say, hey, your husband's dead. 
They give her a fake death notification. I don't think she was too upset about it. And, and by the way, just as a side note, yes, cops are allowed to lie to you in the pro- in the process of conducting an investigation. Um, so if you're thinking like, oh, they lied to her. Yeah, to find out whether they're going to prevent a murder, you know, that's allowed. Um, February 6th, they go back to re-interview her, and she is told that her husband's alive and that she and David are getting arrested for criminal conspiracy to commit a capital felony and criminal solicitation to commit a capital felony. Both first-degree charges, each one can uh, be sentenced up to 30 years for each charge. Good Lord, and just... So, like I said, it's a love story, but unfortunately (laughs) for Stephanie, it's not a love story about her husband. It's about Mr. Uh, Bollier there which uh, they both are now under arrest and will face those charges. And she still has to face the aggravated battery charge and the DBI violation charge as well. So, so there you go. Good police work. Um, not, I would say that, uh, you know, she's maybe not like the project manager material, you know, for the way she manages to put some of these pieces together. But, wow, just, just, you know, just when you thought it was not – not the weirdest stuff is going on in uh, in Santa Rosa County, but yeah, sometimes it kind of is. Uh, Seven fifteen here on News Radio ninety two three. Uh, Candy's got traffic on the fives. All right, and again, thanks to Donald for texting us. And uh, back gate closed at Corey Station. Traffic rerouting to the front gate and banked up on Warrington. Several blocks turning traffic is uh, stuck in the median. Traffic tips you can text four three seven sixteen twenty. News Radio ninety two three. Informative, local, dependable. You know, if you uh, have a parent. Okay, who is aging and, you know, typically you're going to be in like the maybe 40s to 50s vicinity and your parents are getting older. And uh, especially if you're starting to notice the differences, right? Uh, They're just not quite as able to take care of themselves and need more help or kind of when you go visit, like you notice things you wouldn't normally see and things aren't being taken care of and they're having trouble. Or maybe you're already helping them a lot. Okay, bathing, dressing, grooming, toileting, even that kind of stuff. But you vowed in your head like I'm not putting them in a nursing home. Okay, well, there's an in-between measure that is allows for a lot of independent living. It's called assisted living. And I know if you're not like familiar with that whole world, it's kind of like it's just unfamiliar stuff. I'm just telling you, assisted living is very different. And for a lot of people, your parents, that is exactly the thing that you need, they need, and will be best be of help for them. But once you've made that decision, then you've still got like 30 local assisted living places that you got to figure out well, which one is right. That's where John Horton and assisted living locators comes in. That's what he does. He knows all these places. He knows all, all the costs involved. He doesn't charge anything you know but he knows what their costs will be and he can help you find the right place for your loved ones that's the service it's a wonderful facilitator to help you answer your questions and guide you through this process john horton at assisted living locators his phone number is 712-0887 or just look him up at assistedlivinglocators.com Hi, this is Earl Ron, president of New South Window. New South is the Florida window factory. Our windows are made in Florida for Florida homes by Florida workers because we understand Florida weather. With New South Windows, you don't have to sacrifice energy efficiency for storm protection. Our Energy Star rated windows and doors are made with impact and non-impact options, giving you the best of both worlds. New South Window. Home of your ultimate Florida window. Buy more, save more. Volume discounts up to 30%. Visit NewSouthWindow.com. You know what you want to do in retirement, but do you know how to get there? Tune in to What Your Money Would Say with Andrew McNair of Swan Capital, Saturdays at 1, to get answers to your retirement planning questions. 
Plan today so you can do all the things you've dreamt about doing in retirement. Don't miss What Your Money Would Say with Andrew McNair, Saturdays at 1. Firm offers insurance services, advisory services offered through Swan Capital, LLC. Hi, I'm Terrence A. Gross. As many of you know, I am a local board-certified personal injury lawyer, and I have practiced in this community for almost 40 years. Our law firm handles only people that have been injured due to the negligence of another. Join me this Wednesday at 1030 on Pep Talk as we discuss all aspects of personal injury law. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. Wake up with Andrew McKay and the Pensacola Morning News. Lifestyle talk with Jenna Barr and Pep Talk. Drive home with Bobby Rossi and Pensacola right now on News Radio 92.3. You made a woman meow? Good morning, 719 here on News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. I'm Andrew McKay. It's a Pensacola Morning News. Did you happen to see the story about Pensacola Christian College? Uh, PCC has canceled a band called, or a, a group, a performing group called the King Singers, who were going to come to a concert there because the King Singers represent a uh, lifestyle that uh, PCC says does not comport with the biblical norms that they are trying to affirm. In a statement put up on their Facebook page, Pensacola Christian College is a religious liberal arts institution founded upon and guided by the Bible, as as reflected in our Articles of Faith. The college cannot knowingly give an implied or direct endorsement of anything that violates the Holy Scripture, the foundation for our sincerely held beliefs. At the same time, the college also recognizes everyone is created in the image of God and should be afforded the dignity of kindness. PCC canceled a concert with the King Singers upon learning that one of the artists openly maintained a lifestyle that contradicts Scripture. The highly talented musicians were treated with dignity and respect when informed of the cancellation. The artist stated their understanding and acceptance of the change and were given full remuneration. Uh, so money was given back to them. Um, and they were compensated. Okay, so, you know, this is interesting to me because I, I'm assuming, although nobody's really come out and said it, I'm assuming that one of the guys is gay. Okay, I'm assuming. But it could be, you know, living with a girlfriend, not married, could be. I don't, I don't know. I'm just... You know, I'm guessing. Um, the question is, is that appropriate for PCC? And, you know, first level answer to me is, well, it's a private institution that is a religious institution. And if they feel like paying money to a group to come perform on their campus is going to wind up making it seem like they endorse something that they don't want to endorse, then that's their choice. Right. I mean, that is exactly their choice. Um, and you know, I know some people I've, I've read some of the comments online. Some people are very critical of this, either for it being, you know, hypocritical. Well, would they do this if they were divorced or would, you know, are they being consistent across the various lines? And I think it's a fair question to ask whether an organization representing itself as Christian, which PCC surely is, whether they are consistent in the way they handle, for example, sexual sin. Okay. Are they consistent in the treatment of it? Uh, it's a fair question, but even if they weren't, I mean, even if they weren't, then what you'd be criticizing is sort of whether they are adhering to the Bible themselves, but let's let's imagine a world in which they get the Bible very wrong. Okay, I'm not saying they do. Let's imagine that world. They're still a private institution that's allowed to get the Bible wrong. Right? I mean, 
even if you could come to the conclusion that they had gotten something very wrong, it's still their religion to get right or wrong. And so what they want to do sort of falls within the realm of, well, that's what private organizations are going to do. And I know for other people, they're kind of looking at this saying, uh, you know, well, how strict are they about the performers that they endorse? Well, okay, let's let's take Rihanna. Okay, Rihanna did the Super Bowl halftime show. Do you think that Rihanna is going to be performing at PCC? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, that's a, that's a fairly easy oh, no. Oh, that's no. a fairly easy no, right, based on the show that she did. But would you be surprised to come to the conclusion that, say, the NFL's standards for public performance of entertainment are different from PCC's? Well, no, of course. Of course they're different. And once you have that in mind, you realize that this is a question of not whether there's a line, but where's the line? Right? Well, you know, I assume there might be, theoretically, hard to imagine, some acts the NFL would say no to. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like, how bad would it have to be, right? I okay. don't know, dude. I think you're wrong on that point. Okay, okay fair enough. But, um, you know, PCC is going to be more restrictive. I, I, I would expect UWF to be more restrictive than the NFL, wouldn't you? Yeah. And more permissive than PCC because of the ideology that they represent. So, I don't know. It just it, This seems like a very much a people are worked up about wanting to be able to tell somebody else, you know, how to do their their stuff. And, you know, sure, we engage in criticism of people for the decisions they make all the time. What I thought is I really highly doubt that anybody that's bothered by this decision was going to send their kids to PCC anyway. Oh, or PCA. Absolutely. absolutely. And the people who do send their kids or their young adults to PCC or PCA are like, well, good for you. I know because those were the comments, and that's exactly what I would expect. This is very much PCC being PCC. So what's the surprise, really? 724 on News Radio 92.3. Feel free to disagree with me, though. 437-1620-437-1620. David Wayne is in the newsroom with our headlines. David? Death tolls from the earthquakes last week in Turkey and Syria now climbing to over 41,000. 35,000 of those in Turkey. Turkey's president says they're still pulling survivors from the rubble. Elon Musk says the end of this year would be good timing for Twitter to get a new CEO. Uh, Musk spoke virtually today at a summit in Dubai. He was asked if he'd found a replacement yet. He said he needs to stabilize the organization first and then find someone else to run the company. And Netflix's surprise me button has disappeared. Uh, Company spokesperson said uh, yesterday that the streaming giant discontinued it because nobody was using it. They say it was pretty much (laughs) useless because people knew what they wanted when they logged in. There you go. That's that's exactly that's what I was thinking. I was like, who even does that? Who just goes on, all right, randomly play me a video you think I'll like. You know, like that's the, I used to work at Blockbuster I, a long time ago. I like they're the I, Blockbuster employee, right? I clicked it once because I was just, yeah, I saw Random it. Yeah, curiosity. And uh, what it picked was awful. Because, <laughs> <So. laughs> you know, you already have the like suggested for you, you know, right? right so yeah. this is like, pick me something you think I'm probably not going to like, but I'll try anyway. Okay. You know, I like seafood a lot. Well, here's some oats. What? I don't, <laughs> that's not what I was hoping for. David, thanks so much for the update. 725 here on News Radio 92.3. Oh, and by the way, did you happen to hear? Uh, Microsoft has now forcibly removing Internet Explorer from your PC. Like, Edge is the preferred, and, they're, and it's not just not supported, but PCs running Windows 10, like as of yesterday, they started actively disabling it on your computer. So if you were really attached to the world's worst browser in history, Internet Explorer, 
Uh, not anymore. I didn't know it was still there. Yeah, uh, right. <laughs> Who uses that? I feel so sorry for you. Um, Candy's got traffic on the fives. All right. And again, you can text in your your stuff about uh, PCC. A lot of people are calling in and, and texting in. I'm sure you'll cover off on that in a second. But uh, taking a look around uh, accident and Cantonment, it looks like it has been cleared off to the side. Skylark and Highway 98 in Mary Esther showing an accident, but it is showing clear now. So uh, caution there. And then, as I understand, the back gate closed at Quarry Station. I think that's still the case. Traffic rerouting to the front gate. Traffic tips 437-1620. News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. Thanks so much, Candy. You're getting a bunch of texts in on the subject of PCC canceling the show with the King Singers. Uh, somebody here says, uh, unlike the NFL, PCC paid the artist despite canceling the show. Ouch. Because <laughs> they don't pay like Rihanna because it's a lot of PR value. Oh, they paid him anyway? Yeah, they, that's what they said. They paid him anyway. Oh, that's so great. Yeah, yeah that's... I mean, yeah. which is... So it's like kind of what's your foothold for criticizing them, you know, right? Uh, somebody here says, uh, let's see. Uh, a good question is why book without having someone do the research on the group in the first place? Uh, I do agree to the private establishment argument, though, and could have limited the issue by not booking the talent in the first place rather than, you know, canceling it right ahead of the show. Yeah, um, I'm guessing that the level of vetting, uh, you know, was ever whatever it was, and maybe something came to their attention. I don't, I, I really don't know the details on what the reason was. Uh, it might be something that was new. I, you know, I, again, I, I don't know the answer. Uh, somebody here says, uh, I totally think PCC was in their rights to cancel the concert. Also note this group was paid in full. All expenses treated very well. Uh, somebody here says, my uh, sister was going to send my nephew there, and I know she would have freaked out. So they were actually protecting, right, the audience from something that they would have not have expected uh, at an institution like that. It's a private college. Somebody says it's their decision. I don't have a problem with it. Um, somebody here says, uh, let's see. Uh, I'm not following this. It's just basically saying that the um, the level of restriction on behaviors at PCC is very high, which I think we all know. Like right. PCC is a very restrictive environment. You know, what you can wear, what your beliefs can be, all that say, kind of you stuff. see the women in skirts, and I'm oh, not yeah. trying to be ignorant. I have oh, a lot no. of friends that went there, but I, I don't know. And my, my yeah. son, I've sent my sons to some of the events that they've had, sort of sure. open events. And yeah, mm -hmm. I mean, but that's a known thing, right? They're right, a right, right. Very, very, well very restrictive, sure. very conservative Christian institution. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's. I didn't know if, they had concerts there, to be honest. I'm surprised about that. Yeah. I, I don't mean it like that, but. I mean, if, wow. if, if that's news, I'm, you know, you probably don't know what ever heard of <laughs> Principal Christian College, yeah, which is right. fine. You know, yeah, you yeah, can't, yeah. nobody knows everything. You, you're always learning stuff. Uh, somebody here says, uh, thanks for your input on PCC. I heard King Singers were supposed to come during COVID, but had to reschedule. Uh, the member in question joined after that time. So PCC oh. hadn't been aware until parents brought it to their attention right before the concert. At that point, there was no good solution. Yeah, it's going to be. Yeah, and, and that's the problem is when news information comes in, what do you do? I, frankly, given all of that, this doesn't just seem like a, an acceptable decision. It seems like really the right decision. You know, if it was a, a a member that, you know, recently joined and they're adding information, right? That makes perfect sense. 437-1620, Um Yeah, those are all the... You said somebody called. What did they want to say? Um, about the PCC thing, just and just saying that they felt like they were within the rights of okay, you yeah. know canceling. So, just, but and again, texted in because that way we can. It's just <laughs> it's just interesting it. on you know kind of what people want to get worked up on, and of mm -hmm. course anything that's touching on. And again, I assume that it's gay related, but I don't know that for a fact. Okay, it just I seemed just, like that's the most likely. New York Times says it was. Oh, did they? Yeah, okay, they said right, that one enough. of the singers was is gay, exploit. openly gay. Okay, fair enough. Um, and. You know, anything around that topic is going to get people excited and worked up and want to have an opinion. And, and and by the way, just, you know, to cover the issue in its fullness, you understand that 
from the perspective of the pro-gay folks, what they would say is something like, well, you know, being gay is something you don't choose. Being gay is something that you shouldn't be held accountable for. It's not a, it's not an ethics issue to begin with, and therefore treating people differently on the basis of sexual orientation or sexual behavior based on sexual orientation is discrimination against an innate characteristic that you shouldn't be judging people for, which is a long-standing dispute between traditional moralists and sort of the new progressive sexuality, right? So I'm just, that is their view. That's why they would say it's different than some other things that might have come up. I'm Chris Foster. There's a town meeting in East Palestine, Ohio tonight about a train derailment 12 days ago and the chemicals intentionally burned off. A lot of people, like Nathan Azotic, don't believe claims it's safe to be back. We immediately smelled the chemicals yet again. And uh, since then, I now have uh, the chemical burns and reaction rash on my face. And my throat is getting irritated again. Ohio's health director recommends bottled water. Some people say they might move rather than risk lingering chemical exposure. Alec Murdaugh's sister-in-law testifies at his murder trial in South Carolina that finding out who killed his wife and son did not seem to be a priority for him. I said, we have got to find out who's not, who, who could do this. Marion Proctor says Murdaugh told her that whoever did it thought about it for a really long time. U.S. Central Command says that it shot down an Iranian-made drone attempting to conduct surveillance in Syria over a patrol base next to a natural gas field. America's listening to Fox News. Good morning. It's 731 News Radio 92.3. I'm David Wayne. 69 degrees. It's partly cloudy right now in Pensacola. If you're going to be heading over Three Mile Bridge on your morning commute, Watch your speedometer. Pensacola police made 21 traffic stops yesterday. Uh, The stepped-up traffic enforcement on the bridge began only hours yesterday after that new span of the bridge from Gulf Breeze to Pensacola opened. The speed limit on that bridge, as a reminder, 45 miles an hour. Both PPD and Gulf Breeze officers are going to be out patrolling. FDOT has earmarked $2 million as part of its fiscal year 2026 work plan to go towards the design of a new terminal at the airport. Pensacola's mayor, D.C. Reeves, says the city won't be waiting around that long to get a start on the work. Our intent at this point would be to go ahead and get started with design and and RFQ uh, for that is underway uh, and we expect to be advertising for bids this spring. We would be working uh, with to get a reimbursement. He says the fact that they're on the work plan for 2026 means they don't have to wait. Reeves thanked State Senator Doug Broxson and Representative Alex Andrade for helping to facilitate. Santa Rosa County deputies say a Pace woman and her love interest engaged in a murder-for-hire plot to kill her husband. Detectives go to interview Stephanie and they say, hey, your husband's dead. They give her a fake death notification. I don't think she was too upset about it. Um, February 6th, they go back to re-interview her, and she is told that her husband's alive and that she and David are getting arrested for criminal conspiracy to commit a capital felony. And Sheriff Bob Johnson says 50-year-old Stephanie Perdue and 51-year-old David Ballier are now behind bars back in April of 2022. Perdue allegedly shot her husband in the throat. He did survive that, though. Johnson says before bonding out, Perdue talked to somebody in jail about killing her husband. That person reached out to the sheriff's office to let him know both Perdue and Ballier now facing up to 30 years in prison if they're convicted. Scambia County deputies made an arrest in the shooting death of a man back in late January, 37-year-old Nicholas Pierce. 
Pierce, arrested last Friday, charged with second-degree murder, probation violation, and vehicle theft. Last uh, January 30th, deputies were called to a home on Blue Angel Parkway where they found 23-year-old William Sawyer lying face down in a driveway. According to Pierce's arrest report, Sawyer's car was found torched a day later. Pierce now being held without bond. Well, Congress got a briefing on those objects shot down over the U.S. and Canada recently, but still not exactly clear what they were. Senator Marco Rubio says he wants more information. I don't dispute that these things should have been brought down. Uh, My question really is how... The most important question we have to answer now is what are these things? Who sent them here? And what are they doing here? Rubio says he wants to understand how these instances compare with hundreds of similar cases that have been reported by the military over the years. Uh, Of course, the military is still working to recover the debris from those objects. They landed in hard and hard to get to remote areas. A letter from Brian Laundrie. uh, that he got from his mother contains some pretty extreme things. Now, that's what Gabby Petito's family lawyer, Pat Riley, is saying. He filed a request yesterday to get that letter from laundry family attorney Steve Bertolino. Riley says he saw the letter while meeting with Bertolino last year, and it came in an envelope marked, Burn After You Read This. The request part of a lawsuit that Petito's family filed against Laundrie's family and Bertolino. Gabby's parents claim Bertolino and Laundrie's knew that Brian and killed Gabby in 2021. It is 735 right now at News Radio 92.3, and Candy has a look at our traffic on the fives. That's right, and it's brought to you by Knox Pest Control. Their family serving your family since 1929. For more info on a free pest or termite quote, you can visit knoxpest.com. Knox, that's K-N-O-X. Knox knocks them out. Back gate is closed at Corey Station. Traffic is rerouting to the front gate, and I guess that's part of somebody else texted in. Exercise solid Curtain Citadel Shield 23. NAS Pensacola has a set of heightened security posture. Effective immediately, all commercial vehicle traffic has to use the Blue Angel Parkway gate, and all traffic can expect delays at NAS Pensacola. Corey and Softly Field has a heightened security presence on all installations. And thanks for texting that in. If you have a traffic tip or a comment or if you have anything, 437 1620 can text that. News Radio 923, informative, local, dependable. Cloudy skies today with a high near 75 degrees, 10% chance of a stray shower. Overnight tonight, temperatures dropping near 67. For Thursday, showers and thunderstorms are expected to move in. 70% chance of rain, especially in the evening and overnight hours. High Thursday, 76 degrees. Overnight temperatures dropping near 47. For Friday, temperatures dropping near 57 degrees for your high and overnight lows near 37 degrees. This is Brooke Richardson from the First Morning Weather Center. And right now, 69, partly cloudy in Pensacola. 68 in Gulf Breeze. 63 in Milton. News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. This is Pastor Carl Gallops of the Hickory Hammock Baptist Church here in Milton. If you're looking for a church family that is truly amazing, let me invite you to come and worship with us this Sunday. Here's what you'll find. A church whose doors are open to all people wishing to worship and serve the Lord. You'll find a church where the exaltation of Jesus and the accurate preaching and teaching of the contextual Word of God is the centerpiece. You'll find a consistently solid, peaceful, and friendly family of multiplied hundreds of people. You'll find dynamic, spirit-filled worship services, youth ministries, children's ministries, senior adult ministries, men and women's ministries, praise teams, choirs, ensembles, and drama ministries. Plenty of opportunity for Bible study and guidance for your Christian life. In other words, when you and your family get up on Sunday mornings from now on, you'll say, oh good, it's time to go to church. For directions and worship service times, look us up in the phone book or call the church office at 623-8959 or visit us on the web at www.hickoryhammockbaptist.org. And then we'll see you Sunday. 
A better air filter on your air conditioner is nice, but it isn't enough. It takes a lot more than that to clean the air that you breathe. This is Todd with Gulf Coast Air Care. On Wednesday's pep talk, we'll talk about how to keep pollen, bacteria, and other pollutants out of your lungs. Remember what I always say. If you don't have a good air filter, you are one. Let's talk Wednesday morning at 930 on pep talk. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. The following message is sponsored by the Florida Department of Elder Affairs, the Florida Association of Broadcasters, and this radio station. Sarah is 64 and loves to garden. Recently, her health insurance ran out, leaving her worried about more than just weeds. She called the Elder Helpline and spoke with a volunteer shine counselor about her options. There, she received free, unbiased counseling on health insurance for those on Medicare. For more information or to volunteer, call 1-800-963-5337 or go to floridashine.org. Pensacola right now with Bobby Rossi. Afternoons at 4. This is House Democrat leader Ventress Driscoll. Quote, this is a political move from a man who wants to run for president and distract from the abortion discussion. End quote. Wait, what? Teacher pay? One of the areas that, that Florida can improve on. I'm like, it's a political move. Why is it political? And then when I saw that they said it's political because he's distracting from the abortion discussion. What abortion discussion? On News Radio 92.3. Informative. Local. Dependable. Good morning, 739 here on News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. I'm Andrew McKay. It's Pensacola Morning News. Joining us now, we have D.C. Reeves, the mayor of Pensacola, who is on his way to Tallahassee to try to persuade legislators to pay more attention to us, which is always uh, you know, a good effort to put in. D.C., welcome back to the Pensacola Morning News, sir. Yeah, absolutely. Hello from downtown Carryville, Florida. <laughs> Nice, nice. So first question, you said in your press conference yesterday that you had not had a chance to drive the three-mile bridge, and not that you need to to know what it's doing, but um, have you had a chance to drive it yet? I have not. We decided to go uh, I-10 East uh, this morning, but um, but I have seen photos, and I've seen that our uh, police department has stayed uh, quite active. Uh, I was able to get their uh, update of uh, you know 21 tickets in the first hour and a half or something. Yeah. Um, but um, look, at the end of the day, you know, it, we're, we finally, finally, long overdue, um, you know, gotten this enormous project uh, pretty much uh, with finishing touches across the finish line and um, and, you know, trying to get people moved uh, throughout Gulf Breeze to our, you know, the jewel of tourism for us. Um, I think it's a good thing. And I, I know we're all excited to have to have this one almost behind us yeah no most definitely do you have an opinion about when the final final is done and all three lanes both directions are open and you know they're into the regular striping and everything is up to the what it's going to be eventually do you have an opinion about whether keeping that 45 miles an hour to the degree that you can affect that about whether 45 is the appropriate speed um, you know, of course, I'd rely on, you know, kind of our FDOT and, and our, our local law enforcement um, and, uh, you know, their expertise. And they've got certainly a lot more data than I, I would have. Um, you know, look, there's always that balance. You know, uh, I know we may talk about this a little bit later about, you know, I use Cervantes as an example. You know, Cervantes being 35 doesn't feel right. I mean, I, I haven't seen someone drive 35 on it in a while, you know. Yeah. Um, 
it's usually a little faster because it's 12 foot wide lanes and people move uh fast it's our, our brains are trained with that amount of space and those amount of lanes to drive faster that doesn't mean we should go turn Cervantes to 45 but it's a design issue more than it is a moving speed limit up and down issue you know and so I think you know could there be an argument for it you know to bump up a little bit I mean perhaps uh but again i mean I, I would just rely on the data and the people who know that area best to know what the safest thing to do is there and and speaking of that you know one of the things i wanted to talk about with you is uh pace i was just driving it the other day but pace boulevard um has now gone through a restriping and uh you know resurfacing uh, i mean it looks great uh the difference is i was driving on it yesterday and i thought man this feels uncomfortable i feel uncomfortable like the lanes are too narrow and it felt like you know the uh the 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 span of the bridge that was up for a while when we were driving there i mean those lanes feel very tight because they are tight compared to what you're used to and uh, still people speed but i had that kind of you know you you hunch in your shoulders and feel like you're going to run into the walls kind of feel even though it's still wide open i felt like going slower and then it dawned on me because, you know, I know originally the plan had been to do something like Cervantes along pace. I'm like, oh, God, not again. But then I realized they put in bike lanes. And so that takes width away from the pavement. And to me, that's an example of the psychology of road diets is even when you haven't changed the pavement at all, changing the lane striping to narrow it makes you feel like going slower, right? Absolutely. And, and I would say the best deterrent of speed we, there's a misnomer that speed bumps, that changing the speed limit are, you know, look, if we went to Cervantes, let's use the same example. If we went to Cervantes and turned it to 25, do you think people would start driving 25? <laughs> I mean, our, our brains are not trained to be in a 12-foot wide lane, which I just got off the interstate, and those are 12-foot wide lanes. Well, our brain tells us we can move here. You know, we can go a little bit faster because we've got the room. People can fly by us. That's okay because I'm not feeling uncomfortable. Uh, but the example I always give is going north on Ninth Avenue, where the McDonald's and Krispy Kreme are, where the, that turn lane was jammed in to go westbound on Cervantes. Well, for a second there, when that lane's real narrow, you don't see a lot of people going 55 miles an hour through that. And and so um, anyone will tell you that that are experts in this field that uh, there is no better deterrent of speeding and and some of the negative impacts of speeding more than than narrowing the lane. So people hear road diet sometimes, and they mean oh, we're not going to be able to move as much traffic through. That's not true. Right. Uh, road guide isn't always to go from two lane to one. A lot of times it's really just to narrow it and just tell tell the driver, hey, you can't move as quickly uh, as you used to be able to move through here. And and, and look, I, not to, to go back in the conversation, but you know, I think when it comes to Three Mile Bridge, if FDOT's serious about this 45 miles an hour, they striped the lanes wrong. <laughs> I mean, they, you know, they they should have right. striped them like they do it on pace, and that would put cars closer to each other, which would mean more likelihood of a, a collision. But, you know, an enormous double shoulder and three very narrow lanes, people would drive slower. It's just that's human psychology. So um, other roads issues. Actually, you know, hang on for just a second. We're talking to D.C. Uh, Reeves. I keep wanting to call you D.C. Talk because <laughs> she uses that music. Um, we're talking to Mayor D.C. Reeves. <laughs> hang on for just a second, D.C. Let's get uh, traffic on the fires from Candy. Uh, watching an accident. 
accident west nine mile in bridlewood road somebody texted this in the roadway is blocked as i understand there's an overturned car in the area so use caution there that's next to the gas station uh nine mile in bridlewood and then all traffic and expect delays at nas pensacola Corey station and softly field with a heightened security presence on all installations traffic tips 437-1620 news radio 92.3 informative local dependable thanks so much candy back to dc reeves uh you and i have talked about this before but you are actually implementing some changes to improve the situation on 17th avenue to avoid having trucks and rvs run into graffiti bridge you guys are going to turn it into a trucks only road is that right yeah, exactly. Right, sorry, no, tr- no trucks road. I said it exactly wrong. No, no trucks road. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> not trucks yeah. only. Um, is um, yeah. Look, this is one of those. I said in my press conference yesterday. This is one of those situations where you know I, when I was on the other side of the glass not too long ago, not in city government. You look at this and say, as as all the emails I got this morning have already said, is why don't you put one of those things that goes over the the road like a fast food restaurant. And I kind of chuckle at that because it's that's the conversation we're all having, you know, in the building yeah. too. But you know, welcome, welcome to you know, government and different layers of government. And this is a a good crash course for me uh, early on. Is you know, the state controls the south side, the city controls the north side. What can you put over it? You know, all those kinds of things. So uh, for all of those people emailing and thinking, man, it's just as easy. And it's kind of been my running joke uh, with public works in the building is to say. Well, can I go out there this weekend and just I'll do it myself and just we build a thing, you know, um, and and they're they are working very diligently and hard at, at finding solutions. They know that we're, we want to be urgent about it. This is phase one, though, and this is we are going to make this a no truck corridor. That means citations can be written if a truck is on it. Uh, and by the way, the southbound side on the city side was not that. So northbound had some identification with that formally, but southbound did not. Got it. So what we hope is. We're not trying to write tickets. I mean, we're, we don't want what, what we want is for you to pull your GPS up and it say no truck. We right. want, if we formalize that, I think that's kind of our first phase. And we're going to add signage in, in very short order here, uh, maybe in the next seven days or so. So oh. additional signage for no truck. Wow. Um, so we're doing that. That is full steam ahead. And again, big credit to Amy Toodle and our public works team for getting on that. And then the second phase, that doesn't mean we're going to stop there. We are looking for something physical that you could. You know, whether it's chimes, whether it's the thing that you see when you go under the McDonald's drive through whatever the case may be, we are continuing to work on kind of a physical approach as well uh, to help mitigate any of the issues that we see uh, at, at the trestle. And look, the trestle, when it gets hit, I mean, there's there's a lot of things that have to happen. You know, you know protocols with, with the train, with CSX and others. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of complexity, not just the traffic jam that, that happened. Uh, when someone hits it. So, you know, it's best for all of us, you know, to get to try to have to mitigate this as much as possible. Absolutely. And I know, you know, as you said yesterday, we all sort of there's a part of us that likes to enjoy the awfulness of it and the humor of it. But there really is a major cost to the people who have it happen to their truck. We'd like to prevent that just out of kindness to them. And, you know, certainly the question of, you know, obviously the, you know, the bridge is 493 and oh so far, but you know, there could come a time where it becomes right. 493 and one, and we don't want the one, right. That one is a big problem for, for us if it happens. Uh, so yeah. Uh, one note, by the way, just as a, I tell you this as an FYI, okay? Um, we sometimes go to the um, we go to Bayview to the dog park because it's a really good dog park facility. Um, I will tell you that the word on whether people are not allowed to smoke in the parks is not exactly disseminated. <laughs> 
And I'm not out there. I, I was not in favor of this ordinance to begin with. Um, I'm certainly not going to be telling people what they can do in a park. I'm, I'm just uh, alerting you as mayor that implementation and dissemination of that uh, knowledge has not quite happened. Is that you, you get where I'm coming from? Sure, and I'll, I'll, what I'll do is I'll just get you a, a pad, a, cit- a citation pad for us <laughs> I don't there. want it. I will not do it. And if you ask me to put up a sign, I'm, I'm not going to. Um, so we, we always like to end on a little bit of a lightning round, ask DC some uh, you know quick fire questions, have a little bit of fun with them. Uh, so here goes. Uh, and some of these wind up being like there are frivolous topics that we have had recently. Yesterday was, was uh, Valentine's Day. Did you do anything special? Uh, four years in a row now, uh, you know, Caroline, my eight-year-old, my Valentine, we go to Waffle House. Uh, so we went to the Waffle House on Brent Lane. Um, so, yeah, we, we that's our tradition. She asked, told me when she was four, I asked where she wanted to go for Valentine's Day, and that's what she said. So, oh, uh, I love that. Alive. That's really cool. Do you, do you have a favorite movie romantic scene? Anything pop to mind as your favorite romantic movie scene? Oh man, I, you know I watch too much football. You know, I, uh, <laughs> people, I haven't seen Star Wars. I haven't seen Indiana Jones. I haven't seen The Godfather. You know, I've watched okay, too much all football. Right. Uh, you know, to take up all my movie, my, my popular movie time. So. Okay, so the, so the romantic scene for you is when the guys are slapping each other's butts, high fiving, and dumping Gatorade on the coach. That's the romance for you. I said it better myself. That's exactly <laughs> what it is. That sounds truly like a sports reporter. And since you watch football. <laughs> Did you watch the Super Bowl? If so, what was your favorite commercial? Um, yes, I, yes, of course, watched the Super Bowl. But um, you know what? I just loved because everybody did what I did, that 2B commercial that made it look like somebody sat on the remote. Yep, yep. Um, I don't know if you saw You checked the know, remote. Where everybody, including me, like freaked out about who, was, who sat on the remote. So I'm not saying for its artistic content, but just for its reaction. That was my favorite. It just understood. Just, you know, it, uh, it got psychology yeah. and got you to react, which is, you know, the goal of an ad. Take action, right? D.C. Reeves is the uh, mayor exactly. of Pensacola on his way to Tallahassee this morning to work with some of the legislators. Mayor, thanks so much, as always, for the time. We'll talk to you again next week. All right. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. 751 here on News Radio 92.3. If you've got a plumbing issue of any kind, a leak, a drip, a weird sound in the wall, the water temperature, the water pressure, the whatever, if it's plumbing, Barberry Plumbing, they will take care of you. No, uh, it's, uh, you know, you don't pay by the time, you pay by the job. So it's in advance a flat rate pricing system. So there's no surprises. 477 8782 for Barberry Plumbing. As a business owner, you have a lot on your plate from managing staff, growing your business, training new hires, and more. With so much going on, you need Avalon. As an IRS-certified PEO, Avalon HR can help from running your payrolls, remitting state and federal taxes, helping with COVID employee retention credits, workers' compensation insurance, employee benefits, and their HR expertise. Avalon HR lets you focus on your core business while we handle the rest. Avalon HR, employing made easy. Join Stephen Schmidt, Marine Service Technology Instructor at Georgetown Technical College for Boat Smart on the Pensacola Expert Panel this Friday at 10 a.m. Key Marine sponsoring the show. When Key Marine needs to hire Marine Service technicians, they hire students from Georgetown Technical College. Have a boating question for Stephen? Then give us a call at 437-1620. It's a dream team, so join them this Friday at 10 a.m. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 a.m. 1620. Serving overseas was just the beginning. We might be home from war, but our mission continues in communities all across the country. 
is why we're out there in times of peace and crisis, providing meals to the hungry and supplies to the sick. It's why we're giving strength to those who are too weak and bringing resources to those without them. Service doesn't stop when we're done serving. It's what makes us the VFW. Learn more at VFW.org. Listen to News Radio on air at 92.3 FM, 95.3 FM, AM 1620, and online at newsradio923.com. Download our mobile app or listen through Alexa. Do you exercise? Yes. Love making and woodworking. Do you have any history of mental illness in your family? I have an uncle who does yoga. Allergies? Cowardice and weak-willed men. And hazelnuts. yoga <laughs> parks and rec is even greater after working on this show oh man have a whole new appreciation <laughs> all the uh, all the local government stuff that you see oh by the way i hear the uh, milton city council meeting was um um captivating <laughs> last night i i'll have it for you tomorrow i don't i don't often get them like the night before for the next day but uh, oh yeah i'll listen I, and i've heard from several people that we will have more days of our milton <laughs> in the future oh man um david wayne is in the newsroom with our headlines david just one second here i'm on the wrong screen you mean to talk? I can talk. Oh, there we go. Michigan State University holding a candlelight vigil today. Uh, this is after this week's deadly mass shooting that's going to be held at a uh, on-campus landmark there, apparently known as The Rock. The uh, death toll from those earthquakes in Syria and Turkey, boy, that just keeps climbing. Over 41,000 people God. now. Um, most of those in Turkey, over 30,000 of them. And uh, filming set to resume this spring on uh, the Alec Baldwin movie, Rust. The Hollywood Reporter says the movie's going to restart production with a mix of new and old crew members. And uh, all this coming after Baldwin was charged with involuntary manslaughter. Right. All right, David. Thanks so much. Yeah, 41,000. And you knew you know that number is going to... Uh, tragically keep going up, unfortunately. Uh, Candy Cullerton has traffic on the fives. You could just call me Candy. <clears throat> no, I'm Candy sorry. has like, traffic on the fives. <laughs> I, was just, I was just trying to do it all at the same time. I'm sorry. Mrs. Like Cullerton. <laughs> This is Boyd. Yeah, As we uh, take a look at our roads, uh, Nine Mile and Bridalwood showing a bad accident, vehicle crash, injuries. As I understand, an overturned car in the roadway and showing a roadblock. That's Nine Mile and Bridalwood Road. Also, uh, all traffic and expect delays at NAS Pensacola. Quarry Station and Softly Field have a heightened security presence on all installations. Uh, and uh, certainly use caution. Text 437-1620, News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. Thanks, my friend, the producer. Okay, I'm just, I'm just... Sorry, I was trying to get a screen ready to <laughs> I love update it. podcasts and, you know. Hey, if I'm you sorry. are uh, getting ready to buy that next vehicle, you know you hear me talk about uh, Frontier Motors all the time. Dave Ramsey talks about them. But I have, a, I have a game for you to play, okay? You know, we're driving around. You always need games to play. Uh, my game for you to play is I want you to pay attention for the next couple of days to bumper stickers and license plate frames. And I want you to be looking for the Frontier ones. Cause, and, and it's funny because I remember I did this after we bought our car because we had one in our car. And I, I'm like... Yeah, oh, I bet they put that on all their cars. And so I started looking around. I'm like, there's one. There's one. And you know what I discovered is after about a couple of days of doing this, it felt like every car on the road. <laughs> it felt, I mean, like, God, did anybody buy a car from anywhere else? And the reason I mention that is because 
you know, it's one thing to hear me and Dave talk about them, and that's just two guys on the radio. That's fine. Um, but this is all your neighbors, right? All the people who are driving around town that also had such a good experience that they want to keep that on their car. And that's why, because people love Frontier. They go there, they get a good car, they get a good deal, they come back again for the next, for the third, for the fourth. That's how people do. That's why they've been in business for more than 25 years, serving the Pensacola community right behind that big buffalo on Beverly Parkway. When you go there, be sure to tell them Andrew McKay says hi. 757 on News Radio 92. Three. What else do we have going on? Oh, for you baseball fans, because now it's baseball season, right? I mean, don't try to tell me it's basketball and hockey season. I don't know. It's 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 it, it's. I thought it's October not, was baseball. It's not yet baseball season, but for those of us who are baseball fans, are like football's over when spring training starts. <laughs> That's kind of how we look at the world. Oh, yeah. And what we learned in the last day or two is that the Major League Baseball has now permanently implemented the extra inning ghost runners rule. If you're not familiar with baseball, that's the idea that once you get to the 10th inning, you put a person who made the last out, you put that person on second base. And so you start with a runner on second base as a way of accelerating the likelihood that you're going to have scoring in the extra innings as opposed to, you know, very common to have no score, no score, no score whatsoever. Um, so that's something that they're going to uh, they're actually going to have. There's also and I did not realize I guess I wasn't paying enough attention, but there had been. a. And by the way, my take on that rule, I would prefer them to start that in the 11th inning. I think you go one extra inning under regular rules. And then you start to accelerate the scoring. But, yeah, I mean, we're going to do what, what we're done. Um, the other rule, and I did not realize that this was a rule, is you know how sometimes a game will get out of hand? And instead of using up a pitcher, like a relief pitcher, the team that is way ahead or the team that's way behind will put in a position player. Like they'll bring in the left fielder to throw pitches at 50 miles an hour or 60 miles an hour. And, you know, who cares what happens? And, you know, I mean, they get enough outs to end the game. And that's all they're trying to do is not use up their pitching arms. Well, there's been rules about when you can and can't do that. And uh, previously, the way it worked is that you were only allowed to put a position player on the mound during a game in which you are leading or trailing by six or more. Like in the eighth or the ninth inning. I didn't know that. I didn't know there was a rule about it whatsoever. Now, teams in the lead have to hold a 10-run advantage in the ninth inning before putting a non-pitcher on the mound. Teams trailing by eight or more will be allowed to use position players anytime during the game. So... And then in the po- in, in, in the tenth inning or after, you can do anything that you want. Um, so I just I didn't even know that was a rule that we were operating under, but now we're operating under a uh, more restrictive version of that rule, which is kind of an interesting little side note. Other stuff that we've got going on in the community: we got the Habitat uh, Food Truck Festival, February twenty fifth and twenty sixth at Community Maritime Park. Uh, it's available to start at ten a.m. Uh, go to Pensacola Habitat for Humanity on Facebook for more information. <laughs>